Welcome to Deleted Saves. On this episode, Cities, Skylines, on PC. In between the testosterone-fueled shooters, spooky scary horror games, fantasy RPGs, big boob protagonist adventurers, not that that's a bad thing, Japanese waifus and weirdos, and other bits and shits of the gaming world, the city-building simulation has always found a quiet home among gamers. No pun intended. With the various sim-whatever games having largely wound down in prominence, a new game decided to try for the title in the modern era. Today I discuss 2015's Cities Skylines. Cities Skylines is the product of developer Colossal Order, a Finnish game studio focused on simulation games, and publisher Paradox Interactive, who seems to have positioned itself to be one of the de facto publishers of primarily PC-released games so a ton of simulation games with some other management-style games and role-playing games as well. The kind of games that feel the need to use just about every key on a keyboard and mouse setup rather than be constrained by the, gasp, claustrophobic tyranny of a limited handheld controller. Goodness, who will think of the children learning to play games in such a rigid environment? All snark aside, City Skylines is an urban planning game where you are able to select a plot of land and are granted a whopping pile of starter cash with which to plan your potential empire to your own magnificence, or farce, however you want to run it. You control everything. Water, power, sewage, traffic, which areas are zoned for industrial versus residential versus commercial. You know the deal here if you've ever even looked sideways as a SimCity game. And of course, with that comes the issues common to city planning. Taxes, traffic congestion, crime, fire, garbage, and where to put all the poop your citizens generate. Of course, should you be able to guide your city as the benevolent dictator that you are, you will be able to purchase additional plots of land on the map you have chosen and build your growing city out further and further, building around or modifying natural landforms and growing what you have access to, like better power sources, schools, hospitals, bus and train depots, civic attractions like zoos and public parks, and growing your residences and job zones into megalithic structures of commerce and refined living. There's really not much more to say here. If you've ever played any sort of city management game, you've played this game. So what about this one is different? The big thing is the complexity of the game's simulation architecture. Colossal Order desired to simulate a city with up to 1 million active residents at a time and you can zoom in to a microscopic level and actually see all the people in your city in motion and going on about their lives. Admittedly, a city of one million, while nothing to sneeze at, is thinking a bit small, given cities around the world like New York City, London, Tokyo, Shanghai, or Mexico City, which have multi-millions of citizens and exist with all the same issues that the game represents. But I suppose bigger isn't always better, and there's only so much you can program a game for. Secondly, The DLC available for this game is enough to make City Skylines your second job for the rest of your life if you are seriously into city management games. Holy fuck all the DLC. Snowfall, concerts, after dark, natural disasters, airports, yes, those are the actual names of the products, and many more, which add what you think they add. Things like natural disasters and recovery response, casinos and nightlife, football and concert venues, better airports, docks and mass transit, better parks. Really, it's a lot. Perhaps too much, but they are trying to simulate all the possible types of cities. You could easily spend hundreds of dollars on this game with all the expansion packs included. 
And third, because it is a PC-based game, the general public can get involved with the modding scene for the game, which the developers, having allowed access to the basic user interface across the Steam Workshop, feature on Valve's money printing platform. I can see why Gabe Noel pulled the game development side of things when they had already manufactured the Golden Goose. However, those who purchased the game when it was cross-console, released on the PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, did not have access to public mods. But there's a price you pay, I guess. Mods can be quite good when implemented well, but we don't necessarily have to have them for good fun in a game, so perhaps no great loss there. But I'll talk more about that in a bit. Upon release, the critics gave the game good reviews, a lot of 8 to 9 out of 10 reviews, with the Escapist website being the exception with a perfect score, declaring it, quote, the finest city builder in over a decade, unquote. Now, this is the Escapist, which is much like other actors in the game's press sphere, so I caution you to take anything they say or they write with an entire Olive Garden-sized salad bowl of salt. But the point here is the game reviewed well. There were other critics who said it was too derivative of SimCity and its iterations, but eventually they changed their minds and said it did supersede SimCity. So yay for Colossal Order, I guess? Game critics are fucking weird. As of 2022, the game has sold 12 million copies across all of its platforms of release. So why did I feel this game was worthy of discussing? Because, as I've said... I'm not a simulation player. Generally, I'm not looking to manage people or businesses, build empires, lead armies, blah, blah, blah. What can I say? Even though I am technically an authority figure, I'm a piss-poor one because I'm a very anti-authority myself. I've managed to retain that streak despite being in a position of authority, much like my fictional hero, His Grace Sir Samuel Vimes. I'll let you look that one up yourselves, dear listener. But much like when I reviewed SimCity on the SNES... This one stood out to me just for being fun, for being a welcome change to the type of game I normally play and enjoy. It is a calm game, with a bit of easy strategy involved, and a great creativity tool. And that is the biggest thing, for me anyway. Cities Skylines is that creativity tool, allowing me to paint across a digital canvas in a way that doesn't trigger my perfection paralysis or imposter syndrome. If I blow it and the city fails, who cares? I'm not going to be showing it to people or start being down on myself for being bad at this because it doesn't look like or read like something made by someone I've looked up to. I'm just playing it for fun and silliness. And hey, once in a while, I may even make the whole thing work. City Skylines takes the SimCity formula and really does improve on it in many ways, making it one of the better types of city management sims in the early part of the 21st century, at least for now. Plus, the developers are still releasing content for it and allowing the public to work on their own content, keeping it alive and vibrant seven years after its release. That is how you keep a game evergreen these days. Release small bits and pieces and let the public do the rest. I've said in the past that we should not rely on the public to fix mistakes of game developers. (laughs) I'm still not going to let you off the hook, Bethesda. But there is a point where it is perfectly acceptable for a developer to let the public have access to the working code and let them play around with the game and see what they can do, especially when a developer is ready to or needs to move on to other releases for financial future and stability of their company. Games are a result of businesses, after all. 
It's not like we need them to live, like food or water or basic power. Nor should developers or publishers hoard the whole of their IPs, not letting anyone else touch it, or worrying over the way what the proletariat may do with the concept of the game, especially since the fear is not making all of the money instead of making only some of the money. There's just going to be a time when there is nothing more a developer or publisher can do. And it is okay to let the general public play around, and PC gaming is best for this sort of activity. But that's just my opinion. Cities Skylines is a great game if you're looking for something simple fun with a very low bar for entry or commitment. I would recommend it uh, to be picked up on a Steam sale. And if you like what it has to offer, get the DLC on sale too. They are sold piecemeal, so you can pick and choose without worrying that you got something you despise along with something you wanted to buy. It's chill, still fairly fresh, and certainly worth your time when you need a break from the intense AAA releases and slew of indie releases that will clog your backlog faster than an all-cheese diet. But there's no mod that will fix a diet like that. Thank you for listening.